Hello. Hello. I'm Jaina. Hey, Amy. Today we are talking about the animated Peter Pan. Not just the animated one, just Peter Pan in general, really. Yeah. Um, discl- I just want to throw this out there. We will be talking about, with animated film, we're going to be talking about the controversial aspects. So, just... Just, I just want to get that disclaimer out there so it's not like a... So you're not, like, blindsided. Amy? Yeah. So I wasn't sure if you finished or not. Yeah. But I think you'd agree that the disclaimer is necessary. Yes. Especially because I, mean, I watched it as an adult. Amy watched it as a kid, so we have different perspectives. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm English, so Peter Pan is actually quite a big thing here. It's usually, like, I remember going to see it several times as a kid uh usually at christmas time because that's when it's traditionally put on nothing to do with christmas (laughs) randomly um but yeah it's usually put on at christmas time and i remember seeing it several times as a kid um i'm being confused when um peter pan flies yeah fun fact my high school was supposed to do peter pan as the musical my freshman year but because we couldn't do the flying right, we switched it to Pippin. Interesting. Wait, we if we did like the like the harnesses and all that, the cast would have had to sign waivers and all that, and it just would have turned into a giant mess. So we switched. So they switched it to the runner-up, which was Pippin. Yes. So. Um. Yeah, so I'm just thinking of a comedy show that is based on Peter Pan where um, they wear harnesses and it all goes horribly wrong. Yeah, but with a high school play, you can't take any chances with that. It's supposed to go wrong, that's the thing. Yeah. No, it actually hurts. Yeah. And yeah, of course. Like, yeah. that would be. Yeah. But like I said, with, with my high school, we couldn't take any because some of the equipment was old yeah like the flying equipment this they I don't really remember because I was because they picked the Peter Pan before I got to the high school I didn't quite know why they changed it but from what I've heard those are the reasons. But we all, even though we did Pippin instead, we were all like picturing the cast for Peter Pan, like who would have played Peter, who would have played Wendy, who would have played. Fun fact: um, the character, so the author, J. M. Barry, um, he actually named. So the character Wendy is named after one of his friends. Uh, he used to call him friend. It Wendy. was like friendy, yeah, Wendy. 
Yeah. Her name wasn't Wendy, but it was how he or how she pronounced the word. Yeah. So it was he, like his friend's daughter or something. Her name was I didn't look it up. Excuse me. We've now got to go and find it in my trusty book. Yeah. Amy's probably gonna be taking the reins on half this podcast. <laughs> I haven't watched this multiple times and multiple versions as a kid and adult yeah yeah so her name was Margaret Henley yeah there we go I I generally do have a book that is an A to Z list of Disney characters yeah <laughs> yeah so thank so you for that gift yeah. They know who they are. It was a prison. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Like, no. Can we get the controversial bit out of the way first, and then can like yeah. talk about other stuff? So the Should I take over the controversial bit? Yes, please. Yeah, the controversial bit is like the portrayal of the Native Americans and the song. In the Junior Musical, they switch it to what makes the brave man brave rather than the version. I'm not gonna the original version, which I'm not gonna say on here. Yeah. Now, am I right in saying this that you did notice it when you watched it as an adult, like the first time? I knew going in it was gonna be a racist scene, and that the uh, Native okay. Americans were like characters. Okay. So, so. It actually came out in 1953. So why we say it's racist now, it wasn't then. That's that. I think that's part of the issue. So like looking back, yeah, you know that's actually like how attitudes were back then. Sadly, one of the animators actually said that if they knew like how the scene would. Hang on. I want to be accurate, so I'm going to look up what that animator said. Fair enough. About the scene, but I know they, like, regretted it and said, like, they would change it if the film was made today. And all that. There are several, um, Disney films, um, that have been, that have, that, Usually, it come out in the the forties and thinking forties and fifties that um, have scenes that would now be considered inappropriate for many different reasons. Yeah. Oh, here we go. I got uh, Mark Davis, one of the supervising animators of the film, said in an interview years after. The film came out saying, I'm not sure we would have done the Native Americans if we were making this movie now. And if we had, we wouldn't do them the way we did back then. Exactly. In 2021, the film was one of several at Disney limited to viewers seven and older on Disney Plus. Citing depictions were stereotypical and not authentic. <laughs> but I saw the warning on because I watched it on Disney Plus. I saw the warning. Yes. So a lot of Disney old <laughs> I feel like I'm writing my childhood because a lot of the films that have the warning now, like um Pinocchio not Pinocchio, sorry, um Dumbo. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Pinocchio came out around about the same time. Um Fantasia, 
uh, Lady and the Tramp, Peter Pan. Yeah, a lot of them I watched regularly as a kid, and I, I even have videos of some of them. Yeah. Um, so, does, pardon? Arist- does Aristocats have a warning? Yes, it does. Yeah, I know. I think the most recent film to have a warning is Aladdin. It is. So, thinking this accurately. So, we will be doing uh, Aristocrats later in the year. I believe it's August. It is August. So, I do the schedule. (laughs) Um, And we will talk about the controversial scene in that. And I will probably cry because I used to watch that a lot. I still love it, even now. Oh. I, I just found Sorry. something. Oh dear. With the Native American, Native the the song in Peter Pan, it has yeah. been it has been compared to the song "Savages" from Pocahontas. Yeah. They also contain negative lyrics regarding Native Americans. However, the main difference is "Savages" were the sa- the lyrics in "Savages" were written purposely, purposely. Yeah. And. Oh. Excuse me a minute. Dad, what do you call sausages? Sausages. Say that louder, please. Yeah, sausages. Sausages. There we go. I hear it. <laughs> so that was my childhood. <laughs> Every time. So, Pokemon came out about two years after I was born. And I used to watch it constantly as a kid. And every time I watched it, there was that. And generally thought... I actually generally thought until I was about... Six or seven that the word was sausages. No. Sorry, I had to get that out there. Yeah. As soon as I saw that, I knew. Yeah. Because I know, like, that portrayal has. of the Native Americans has been compared to like, the portrayal of Pocahontas. Yeah, but. It, it is done purposely, which is a bit different. Yeah. Also, um, Pocahontas was a real person, so. Very, very loosely. She's very, very loosely based. I yeah. think it's just like the name, pretty much, actually. Yeah. Just two if, of the characters, yeah. John if Smith. We, yeah. If we and Pocahontas. Do, yeah. If we do an episode on Pocahontas, I'll probably take the reins on that one. Yeah. Okay. Like you can hit. You could probably take like the British, like John Smith and all that. Yes, because. That was a big, um, popular time in history class. Yeah. Oh. Right, let's go back to Peter Pan now. Yeah. Um, Wendy is voiced by the voice actress of Alice from Alice in Wonderland. So if you've ever yeah, noticed... you said that. Yeah. So if you've ever noticed some similarities between the two, that's why. Yeah, a lot of a lot of the first Disney films had that they repeated the um, the voice actors and the I don't know what you call them, doubles, I suppose. Yeah. The people who, like, they... I know what I mean, but I can't pronounce the words. Anyway. <laughs> um, there's actually a couple of scenes I wanted to talk about from Peter Pan animated. Um, which... Um, um, is interesting so I've actually got I've like throughout my childhood I have had several Peter Pan books and um, 
Oh, I can't remember what I was going to say. Can you take over for a minute? I'm just going to try and remember what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And just think. Now oh, yeah. I, I was going to say, now that, I'm, now that I'm friends with Amy, I pay a lot <laughs> more attention to, like, the Eng- like the English. Like, the Eng- like England. Yeah. Yes, I remember now. So, I believe it's set in early 19... Circa 1900. Uh, yeah, thank you. That's what I meant. Uh, so I was trying to work out what century that would be. So that would be 20th century. Early 20th century. Um, in London. And it's actually depicted quite well, actually. I have to admit. Which surprises me, really. That's first. Yeah, I know. I think because it's not that long... It came out not long after. Like, about 20 years, which... Isn't as long as you would think in terms of... Disney films? Yeah. Yeah, so... They actually got England right for once. I'm sure I will moan about how England is depicted in Disney films at another stage. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I I thought it was interesting how they did Big Ben, but it's not... So they land on Big Ben, don't they? Well, they don't land on Big Ben, but... So, Big Ben, so you know the, the tower? Yeah. That they land on? Yeah. Okay, so that is not actual Big Ben. So, it's called... Everyone... is The nickname is for the whole... Is actually for one of the really big bells. I think it's the fifth bell, which is the largest one. That's actually Big Ben. But everyone just calls the whole tower Big Ben, because... Why not? <laughs> but... It's a common mis- misconception that uh, Big Ben is the, the clock, the tower, and the clock and the tower when it's actually a bell inside the tower. The tower is called the Elizabeth Tower, which was um, it it was renamed for the Queen's Jubilee, the fiftieth one, which was two thousand and twelve ish. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I should know these things, but considering I'm English, but there we go. I just wanted to get that out of the way. Um, it, it's one because it's one of the most. I think it's the iconic mark of um, uh, England, Big Ben, and then next to it is the Houses of Parliament, which is where the government sits. Yeah. I've been there many. I haven't like been inside, but I've like gone to see it several times over the years. Uh, right. And I apologize if you hear music um, that's not associated with the podcast. Uh, my brother is playing it and doesn't quite respect the pod quite yet. <laughs> Quick question. Yes. Have you seen the Peter Pan statue at like the no at the no I haven't. So I keep meaning to because it's in Kensington Gardens, which is um, a really pretty place actually, sort of obviously full of flowers. Which is where um, 
Peter Pan actually supposedly left his pram. So his mother was in um, Kensington Gardens and he overheard his parents talking about him. So he escaped from his uh, pram and went off to Neverland. Um, do you have a favourite character? No. I do. And I have a weird reason for it. So my favourite character is Tinkerbell. Okay? Yeah. Uh, I, I just love her in that. She's so funny. And honest. Yeah. Without she... saying a word either. Exactly. Well, she's got she... the Disney, the Tinkerbell spinoffs, but yes, so, but they came much later, and they're now she's now featured in every dis at the beginning of every Disney film. She's one of the most iconic characters. I read it somewhere. Give me a sec. Yeah, she's become one of the main mascots for the Walt Disney Company, and one of its most popular and iconic characters. She has her own spin-off movie series and appears in the opening credits of Disney movies. Yes. And she in Disney, I don't know how it is in Paris, but in Disney World back when they did fireworks before, before Corona, it was like you'd see Tinkerbell flying. Yes. Well, the last time I went to Disney, it was after... I've never been to Disneyland World, but I've been to Disneyland Paris quite a few times because it's not that far from me um, and the last time we went was it was just after the after it was like the end of the 25th anniversary of the park opening because it's about a year older than me which is really weird to think about yeah <laughs> um, and they had Tinkerbell and a lot of the other films um, up on the, the uh, Cinderella castle uh, I have a weird, another weird fact. Wait, so, wait. Did you say Cinderella Castle for Disney World or Paris? Because Paris, it's not Cinderella Castle. Yes, I know it's not Cinderella. Sleeping isn't there. Is the the castle is Cinderella's castle, but inside it's Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, di- yeah. Because <laughs> no, I think Disneyland Paris, the castle, is Sleeping Beauty. No, the outside is Cinderella's castle, but the inside is Sleeping Beauty. Trust me, it has confused me for many, many years. Hang on, now I'm looking. Oh, Lucy, that's how it used to be when I was a kid. And now it's still a sleeping beauty, it's missed. Yeah. Yeah, because I think. Yeah, because. There's only, like, a few other. Disney's have them. Parks have the... Because the castle in Disneyland Paris looks like the one in Disneyland California, in my opinion. Yeah, we call it the Cinderella Castle. Because it doesn't look like the castle in Super Beauty. anything it's sleep it i googled which castle is in disneyland paris it's sleeping beauty 
the castle does not look like Sleeping Beauty's castle. I'm sorry, it does not. I have pictures. I will send them to you and show you yeah. what I mean. Yeah. After the podcast is finished. Right, let's get back to Peter Pan. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing is the whole hook thing. So in um, in most of the um, Peter Pan productions, it's not a, so. Right at the when the when Hook captures all the the uh, kids, um, and then leaves a gift for Wendy. Uh, not for Wendy. Sorry, for Peter Pan, saying it's from Wendy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. To be honest, I hardly remember the film. I fair. Because I was going to watch it again before this episode, and then I was too lazy not to. Yeah, I watched it yesterday, so... Because, to be honest, I found it kind of forgettable, although that could easily, because I watched it, and, like, I don't have that nostalgia. Yeah, see, as I said, the, the story of Peter Pan, I've grown up with my entire life, so... It's a bit different for me. Not so much the Disney film, but the actual... Uh, story. So the interesting thing is, uh, Disney actually changed part of it. So instead of, so they changed um, Peter Pan having a bomb. So Hook put part of bomb in the the hideout, um, and then Tinker Bell comes in and um, tries to warn him. Yeah, but she she gets the bomb away from Peter and it explodes. Thank you, Wikipedia. Yes. Well, in most versions, it's not a bomb, it's poison. So he has, uh, Wendy gives him a bottle of medicine, um, and Hook puts, p- drops poison into it, and then um, Tinkerbell drinks the poison, and there's this whole thing where you have to clap. And oh. say, so You believe in fairies. That's more from the stage productions and the films, but yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I think also I love Peter Pan because Tinkerbell was my nickname growing up. Because my middle name's Isabel. Yeah. Um and uh, I had another friend called Amy. So she used to call me Amy Tinkerbell as a kid. So that's probably the other attachment I have. I did, didn't have that childhood attachment to Peter Pan other than the Peter Pan's flight in Disney World. I don't know if it's in Paris. It is. I used to love that ride as a kid. It's so, like, now that fa- cause fa- Fast Pass, as of recording, isn't back yet in Disney World. Like, but even with Fast Pass, Peter Pan is like a really long wait standby. But it's the ride is so short in Florida. Yeah, I think it's a different kind of ride because yeah. they up, they've updated it now. So I can't remember. I don't know what it's like now you're in, in Paris. Like, you're in like a in Florida. You're in like a flying pirate ship. Yeah, that's what it used to be like, but they've updated it now. Because when I last went, uh, it was out of order because they were doing renovations. Yeah, but Peter Pan, like my dad always says like Peter Pan's like not worth he's like it's for the nostalgia because it's one of the opening attractions 
Ah. Although I did meet Tinkerbell in my first time when I was like 13. It was after a parade and I noticed that Tinkerbell was a five minute wait and we were literally in and out. And when we left, the wait went up to a 25 minute wait. Wow. So, and Tinkerbell, Tinkerbell was one of dad's favorite characters that interacted with us. Um, I'll be honest. I don't remember the characters I went, I interacted with because we went when I was very little. Six, seven. They're separate. So I went when I was six and when I was... No, sorry, I went when I was seven and when I was eight. Yeah. So that was code four. I was a fetus. Yes. Oh, not born. Yeah. But, yeah, I just... Although many adults I've seen are on Captain Hook's side. Like, they didn't like how Peter exploited his fear that uh, Hook's fear of crocodiles. Well, actually, the, the series Once Upon a Time, um, have you heard of that? Yes. Yeah, well, the interesting thing in that is that um, Hook is the hero and Peter Pan is the villain. Didn't they do that with Robin Hood or something, or I, did I imagine that? Robin Hood's never the villain. Oh, I know they did it with someone else. They do it with the evil queen. Yeah. I, mom, my mom wants to watch Once Upon a Time. It's really good. Except for season seven, I've heard. Yes. Season seven is very confusing and pointless. So basically, half, so I think they extended it for another season, and then half the cast left. So they were kind of scrambling for content. Yeah. Tinkerbell in Once Upon a Time was actually played by a former Power Ranger. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. Yep. Alright. Anything else to add, or should we leave it there? Um, I apologize for the argument about the Disney World, the Cinderella Castle. I get very touchy with that. For some weird reason that I haven't figured out yet. But, you were right, it doesn't look like Sleeping Beauty's Castle, but... Inside is Sleeping Beauty that I do know because I've been in there. <laughs> yeah. And it's always confused me. Yeah. But it would make sense if it was Sleeping Beauty Castle though because it's, it's French. So Cinderella. Yeah, that is great. Yeah, I guess you're right there. Cinderella so what, you try to combine the two? Potentially, that would work. I question Disney sometimes. <laughs> Although mainly because I'm spoiled and have Disney and, and Disney World. Never been to Disneyland, it's just a smaller version of Magic Kingdom, so. 
but we'll be doing park episodes once we do all the films and stuff. But I should probably get going. It's almost 11 a.m. my time. I need to, to eat breakfast and interesting apparently um Disneyland Paris is actually the largest Disney resort to open outside of the US and this is also Disneyland Paris is also the only Disney resort outside in the United States to be completely owned by the Walt Disney Company there we go yeah yeah because Paris, Disneyland Paris came out 21 years after, well, it was really like 20 years, but 20, I'll just say 21 for the sake of, wait. It came out, it opened on the 12th of April, 1992. Yeah, Disney World was October 1st, 1971, so Disney World is turning 50 this year. So... Yeah, but there's a also there's also a sequel in um for Disney's like Return to Neverland, which we'll talk about when we do the direct to DVD sequels. Yeah. Fair warning, we're probably going to be half like miserable during like half those episodes. We're going down together. Okay. But, yeah. I just wanted to get the disclaimer. If we seem like, especially with Cinderella 2, like. But, well, I, I feel like we'll make it through. But thanks for listening. Sorry, not sorry about the tangents. And bye. Bye.